Hi everyone. Um, this is going to be our, our third episode um, for Two Kent's Talk Fitness. Um, we're going to touch upon um, prep, being in prep. Uh, Al's obviously like a prep coach, so he's going to talk a little bit about um, how he works with his clients. Um, and we're going to try and really, really dive into the nitty gritty of what it's actually like being in prep, you know, like mindset, day to day, sacrifice you know, why you're doing it, why everyone would want to do it and, and kind of, I guess, the truth of it, really. A lot of people that are thinking about getting into it, this might be a good one for you to listen to um, before you actually commit to it. But um, I'll start off by asking Al, like, what competitions he's done and, and obviously, like, how you work with your clients and stuff. But yeah, take it away, Boyo. It's afternoon now, isn't it? It's afternoon. I'll tell you what, I function much better at this time too, than Sunday morning. That, that ruined me the last one. <laughs> half asleep. Four puppies in. Yeah. And I was still like, oh. <laughs> anyway. Um, You're up, yeah, well, I think in terms of the starting, um, when we did the introduction, if anyone listened to that, I said I'd, I did a show as a, um, as a muscle model uh, for the WBFF. Um, and That's so mad to think that you would do that now. After seeing, I know, you, man. I like, know, yeah. And, so crazy. I didn't know it, you then, did I? No. And I think it's like anything. You know, when you like look at photos of yourself like two years ago, and you think, did I even look like that? <laughs> or, or what? What? What possessed me? What possessed me? To what even was going do through that? my head? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and that was, you know, but we've That's all like been there. Hairstyles. I mean, yeah, physiques. Anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, and I went kind of. Obviously, I wanted to to compete and I went down that kind of avenue for that show I had a coach um and I went down that avenue of like everything was was incredibly strict I mean I'm talking um you know and again like I'm not saying it's right or wrong and I'll and I'll give and you know our opinion tell is is quite similar so we'll kind of dive into that but just to give some people an insight of of what I went through on the first one it was you know minimal minimal seasoning on meals, um, no sauces, for example. So it was very much like, you know, lean meats, eggs, egg whites, yeah, you know, plenty yards. of veg. In terms of carbs, no bread, no pasta. Um, at one point when, you know, I got told to stop having chewing gum because of the sweeteners in it that could affect like water retention and stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm not even joking. Yeah, that's um, mad. And, and you know what, like if, if, if somebody wants to prep someone like that, then, then that's fine. But that's totally, and we'll obviously go into it. That's totally my opinion, not dangerous, but from a, from a mental perspective for someone like me without bigging myself up, it wasn't a biggie, but for someone who, who maybe have body issues or, or a little bit, not unstable, but a little bit, you know, fragile, should we say mentally. Mm. Um, to to kind of go to that extreme and then go back into the real world and and eat real food, then you know you've got to be careful that you don't you don't push someone into having a really really dangerous relationship oh, with food with food and calories, you know. Yeah. And that that's the same it's, for that carries over to PT by the way as well. Because if you want to do like a a twelve week transformation, and you you know you you give someone poverty calories and an unrealistic training protocol and, and they get in you know the before and after is awesome but you then leave them in a position where they're lost yeah um, obviously that's bang out of order um but i learned a lot from it and and that guy in question um i don't know if you want me to mention his name or not 
but I'll just keep him anonymous for now. Like, you know, but I will big him up. Like, I learned a lot from him. Like, a lot of the studying I've done in the past, um, you know, to do with bloods, to do with sports nutrition, um, um, you know, endocrinology, genetics. I've done loads of courses um, with him or, sure. I'm sorry, through him or with him. Um, you know, at the you know Royal Society of Medicine, some really awesome places. Some awesome people come from overseas to teach, and I've learned and I learned a lot. But um, like like all of these things, tell that there's an absolute balance, isn't there, to to sort of getting what you want to get out of something and yeah, the, and potentially, we said this potentially in, taking it too far. Yeah, we said this in the last podcast. With this game, there's levels to everything. You know, from the person mm. that's trying to get into shape, person that's trying to feel good, for the person that's trying to be a pro. They're, they're all very different levels and, and, you know, you kind of resonate and go down your lane as to what you think that, you know, suits you or want to, what you want to aim towards. But, you know, like you just touched upon, going into a prep, having it been the first time, a lot of people, you know, put their, that Conor McGregor, like do or die attitude, which is good because if you want to go into a show and you want to win, you know, that's what it, that's what it takes. You've got mm-hmm. to be dedicated to it. But when, like you say, like for me personally, when I went into, which we'll talk about later because I know this bit's about you, but like... Mm-hmm when I went into my show and it was like, I didn't believe that I could get into the shape that I got into because it was my first time. And then when I got into that shape, it was incredible. You know, you felt, you felt immortal. You felt, you know, limitless. You felt that you could take on the world in terms of how you perceive yourself, right? And then it was like, after the show, it was just like, wow, there's nothing to do. Like, where, where do I go now? You know, because yeah, all your focus was into that show day, and then you wake up the next day, and then, like you say, you know, you you obviously have binges. You you eat and you eat and you eat, and then and then it spirals. You know, most people anyway, especially their first one. I mean, I've only done one show, yeah. but I, and and now I'm more mature. I can imagine that food isn't going to give me the feeling mm. back when I did it, but at the time, and I remember you just you know pretty quickly get back into your normal shape, but that seems yeah, out of yeah, shape. Yeah. And you look at yourself like, if I'm being brutally honest and swearing, a piece of shit. You look at yourself in the mirror and you think, oh my God, I fucked it. Like, mm. in hindsight, you're just back to normal shape. But yeah, you yeah, yeah, like, and, and, then, and then people are like, I don't want to train, I don't want to eat. And it, and it can really spiral into a bad relationship with like food. And, and long term, yeah. if you were to say that to someone that wants to commit to a show, they'd be like, nah, nah, sweet, like, I'll be all right, I'll be all right. And then you get into it and you realise, yeah. like, I'm in a world of pain here. Like, <laughs> this is awful. There's so, yeah, there's so many like... Um funny bounce backs you know yeah and there's so many categories of people like like you say like and and this is obviously i think something that holds people back a lot with their physique is is this kind of issue with weight and image so you know this is this is male and female by the way so you know a guy will get absolutely absolutely ripped and then he'll be like i want to i want to compete again i want to come back bigger and better but then they're not willing to to kind of lose that not lose the condition because you can never yeah. maintain that show day but like they want to they want to kind of look like kind of like head turning yeah, in the gym yeah, yeah. all year round that's their new perception yeah and then the same goes for you know for, for women like you know you get to this point where you know arguably you know we'll talk about it i think you mentioned it um before we started this podcast today about you know image and what people people think it's disgusting you yeah, know yeah yeah, yeah. but um and obviously, obviously, you know, for, for women, I mean, arguably, without sounding too sexist, it's, it's a bigger deal because when you get to this point where your waist is non-existent and you're in the best shape of your life, the leanest shape of your life, you know, unhealthy, by the way, you know, in my opinion, but, you know, for, it's only for a short period of time, that when, like, when you put on, which is inevitable, 
I mean, what did you put on post-show? 10 kilos till? 5, 10 kilos? Easy, probably. Yeah, I think on stage I was about yeah. 82 to 83. And then yeah. when I was sitting pretty uh, a healthy, you know, functional weight and yeah. feeling strong again in the gym, which, by the way, is a massive deal to a lot of people because you lose mm. a lot of strength leading into at least the last four mm. weeks, most of the time. Um, but, yeah, I think it was about 90 kilos, yeah. Yeah, so, so for example, that's like, let's just say roughly an eight kilo swing. So that's over a stone in weight on, which again, on two perspectives. So for, for most women, that's going to be, oh my God, I've put on a stone. Like, yeah. They don't care what that stone is. They're going to be like, you know, I'm, what's wrong with me? I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I'm still training. I'm still training. I'm just, I'm eating a little bit more, but not, but not like being an idiot. Yeah. And at the same time, a guy is going to put on maybe more than that, 10, 15 kilos and be like, Cool, this rebounds going well. I'm packing it on, and yeah. all they're doing is, is getting overweight. Yeah, um, yeah. But but that is the problem with. I, I don't know. I would I would say in defence of bodybuilding and defence of kind of physique competitions is that's the problem with all elite level sport. If you're training for a marathon, um, and your mile and right near the end your miles are, are peaked and you're running quicker than you've ever run and you know you smash that marathon, all of a sudden your wire's gone. And you're going to have to back off. You can't keep smashing that amount of miles out. Yeah. So then all yeah. of a sudden you're going to feel unfit or you're not going to feel like you kind of, oh, you know, like a boxer, say, you will do like a prep for a fight. You know, like you can't, you can't yeah. be on point all the time. Of but course. For some course. people, that, that's very tough, you know. Yeah, mentally tougher. Um, but I think, I think I put this out on my social media real quick, sorry. Um, a few months ago that like in fitness, it's all, in my opinion, and maybe yours as well, but like it's all phases. Like similar to what you just said with like, you know, Anthony Joshua when he has a fight, he has an eight week or a twelve week yeah. camp before the fight, preparing for that day. And it's mm. the same thing with a show. But then when you come out the back of it, you've got to understand that like you might hit a maintenance phase, you might hit a you know, reverse phase, you might be going on holiday, yeah. so you want to cruise into that holiday yeah. and, and then and then after that you want to off season, so you've got a progressive phase. If you understand in your head what phase you're in and what what lane you're in and, and where you'll be for the next 12 weeks, whether it's maintenance, like regression or progression, then it's okay. Mentally, you'll accept it a lot more. But people yeah. argue with themselves in their head that they should be always progressing, but yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. putting in the work or being in the position of where but, they can progress. But, yeah, but take into account, say, obviously, arguably the kind of most popular social media platform in Instagram, right? Yeah. If I was to put up a post of a, of a four-week can- uh, cancellation, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, four weeks. That'd, that'd yeah, be scrap, murder. Scrap, scrap that one. Mess one. Four week um, transformation, or just say like a six month transformation, right? Yeah. Some people might pay attention to the time frame, but like most people on Instagram, they're more they're more consumed by the picture. Yeah. So so when you see that before and after, even though it might have took six months, that person say looks a bit, you know, looks out of shape, and now they look unreal. They won't think what you know that's quite a long time for six months. So they won't think what's that person gone through to get there. They must've had a couple of hiccups along the way. They, they just think that person's gone from looking average at best to amazing. I can't do that. Or I'm not there. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, yeah. And it's like, do you know what I mean? Like it's like a contest prep, like, you know, you know, you could do like a 20 week prep and it's not going to be like 20 weeks of smooth, um, of a smooth kind of no way. way to be, you know? You're gonna no get way. you're gonna get plenty of weeks where things stall no a little way. bit and and the psychological and you know you're gonna get those highs and lows and do you remember do you remember in my prep when um just a little story do you remember in my prep I think it was about I don't think it was that far in I think it was about six weeks in and I had the flu I woke up in the morning didn't I I was shivering yeah. and I, I just couldn't get out of bed and I remember you texting me being like I'll tell 
it don't matter too much don't stress just make sure you get your protein in and I was like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't even leave my bed like and I yeah, remember yeah. like Elle coming round to like dish out um like some medicine and stuff and she's like have you eaten anything today I was like there was like some like dried jam toast on the side and I was like I ain't even I ain't even been able to do it and I thought like oh my god this prep's over do you know what I mean and then and then back on yeah. my feet and it's never plain sailing even with transformation no. preps weight loss muscle gain is never plain sailing yeah. life gets in the way and, and that's guess, inevitable yeah yeah and I guess that transitions into into the next thing is is that there's no such thing as a perfect prep for example and 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 to be honest, one of the most important things to manage, whether you want to do a show or, or just get into really good shape, is stress. Do you know what I mean? And 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 that's why people have, you know, personal trainers, online coaches, contest prep coaches. It's because for someone to take away from that stress. Because if 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 that was me or you, tell, and you were ill and you didn't have a coach, what would you do? Like, oh, do you know what I mean? You'd no, be staring. You'd so be, much, what would you do? But you would be jumping from idea to idea. You might even be googling it putting yeah. it out on everything yeah and you're going to get yourself worked up you know in that massively aspect. massively i think that um, that's the biggest yeah, that's, that, that's the biggest thing as well is like people that are listening to this um to touch on the subject of like give give me quickly like on a quick rundown three things that you would would say that are very very honest about being in prep like you know we touched upon earlier about saying about um what you've got to sacrifice and, and like a day in the life and, and things like that. Because I know that a lot of people probably think mm. that it's quite easy maybe. Yeah. And don't know the harsh truth of it, I guess. I think three things for me, like you can answer it as well. I think three things for me would be like, whatever, however long you think you're going to need, add another like 30%. You know what I mean, so say like you think it's going to take 12 weeks. It's going to take like definitely more than that. Yeah, you know I mean? You've got to give yourself yeah. more time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think however hard you think it's going to be times it by 10 and one of my biggest biggest like frustrations is when someone goes well it's quite a smooth sailing prep really didn't really um you know not not many cravings and uh yeah found the whole process quite easy like if you get to like and I mean like you know arse definitions if we keep it in layman's terms I mean you're you're Mm -hmm. so lean that your butt shredded right that that isn't easy, but that that hurts. You you've got you're in the gutters for weeks. That last kind of four to six weeks is a real, you yeah, know, man. is a real tough point. So that that would be like probably point number two and one two three is whatever someone thinks prep is because they've got in shape for the summer or got lean so they've got abs. It's it's that times fifty. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, it's, yeah. it's that level of sacrifice. Of, yeah. yeah, you know of you know you can't just because it's your mate's birthday you can't go out and you know, and get pissed up and have a have a free course meal. It's got to be more calculated like that. You can still do social things, but it ha- it's going to be a way more restricted than that. And actually, in, if we're going to get kind of, you know, real about it, you don't want to do it because it's horrible to be around people that are having a laugh and eating food. And Yeah, and the bombardment you know, emotions and stuff. It's like yeah. you're just so focused on that, that say, like that day. But... Yeah, yeah and you not, know what it's like. It's you know, I know, I know it sounds silly. Say someone's like, you know, you'll get it from a clientele. I'll get it from a client. They'll say, oh, I was out and, you know, I was getting a lot of shit because, you know, I only had four drinks instead of eight and I only had like a main instead of a starter main and dessert because they'd say they're trying to just manage yeah. their calories, right? Yeah, yeah. And so that's bad enough when you're just trying to, yeah. you know, make better choices. But when you're kind of already, you're tired from the volume and amount of exercise, the, the restriction in calories, the mental burden of, of kind of arguably being excited such nervous about getting on a stage in front of hundreds of people. Yeah. And then someone's going to you, 
someone's going to, oh, just have a few drinks, will you tell? You're going to be like, I don't need this. I just want to chill out. I don't need yeah, the need added support, yeah. kind of, yeah, exactly that. So, um, yeah, and, and I guess, like, for me, from the, I mean, what would your kind of free thing be, Joe? Is it similar to that? Or? Yeah, similar, mate, really. Um, I would say that a lot of people need to understand that your your support network needs to be on point or you need to be super selfish. Like, you know, your family, your relationship, your career, all the things that you do on a day-to-day basis will take an effect. I don't care what anyone mm-hmm. says. Like, 100%. you know, you're not going to be the best husband or boyfriend. You're not going to be present with the family very much um, in the normal way. You know, you're going to have like mood swings. You're going to be tired. You know, you're not going to be working at capacity because if you think about it, a lot of people will go, you know, the first thing that people say to me in the gym is like, oh, you must be in the gym like three hours usually. Yeah. And you're like, no, not really. Like 45 minutes to, to an hour and 15 workout four or five days a week. But then mm-hmm. in prep, it's like, you know, maybe up to three hours cardio. Then you've got your five weighted sessions. But then the stuff that you have to do outside of the gym is crazy as well. Like if you've got yeah. a step count, if you've got a stretch, if you've got a cook, you've got to make sure you've got to cook mm-hmm. for that day and then the next day. And then you're always one step ahead. And it's, it's so time consuming. So I would say that make sure that everything around you is, is fully in check before you start. Because if your personal life's not in check, from experience, it just doesn't work. Like you'll, you'll get consumed yeah. and... Um, and the, yeah, yeah, the, craziest thing is, the craziest thing is to see like you know and I guess being a, in the industry long enough and around prep is to see people kind of sacrifice I don't know not even and maybe even repeated repeatedly is that am I trying to say that right um is they'll compete right might you know lose a partner from it from just being a dick you know um lose friendship circles now and all of a sudden get so kind of caught consumed in bodybuilding that they start to lose the things that matter as well if that makes sense so yeah definitely wouldn't really and, and, and not being funny yeah and all for like you know for the for most people in this country like no one's getting a career out of that apart from like one percent you know what i mean in terms of when, when i talk about a career i mean a financially supported yeah, yeah business yeah. from it do you yeah. know what i mean like you're yeah. just not so to to sacrifice everything that matters in your life like, like you said, like that, that is just stupid if you ask me. And it's not, it's not a case of, you know, I guess someone could argue that and go like, well, if it's someone's passion and escape from everything and their focus, that's fine, which is true. But it's, you know, when you look back in 30 or 40 years, if you've got, you know, the partner you want to be with and the, and, the, and the kind of really good power to support you for your whole life, but you jog them on because you want to, because you get all grumpy and arsy because you want to compete. That's just madness. You know? Yeah. So you yeah. have to be, you have to be that. ready and, and you're right. So you have to be ready and you, and, and everyone around you has to be prepared and understand what, what's probably going to happen or what's probably going to get more and more intense as the prep goes on. Yeah. Um, which leads me to like my second point, really, that when, when like you do this and, and you first decide that you want to compete is, is why you're doing it. Because, mm. for example, to relate and to hear my story, the reason why I did it is because it stemmed that I always needed to compete in something, whether it was football, volleyball, mm-hmm. like in school, it was anything I had to compete. Otherwise, you know, I, it, it, if I'm brutally honest, the training sucked. I hated the training at school. You know, I used to get taken the piss out of that. I hated the training. When it comes to game day, it was like the best thing of my life. You know, I loved it. I stepped up and it was the best thing ever. So this was a big challenge for me and like when I left school and, and I started the gym and, and moved on from there it was like right I need something now and I need something to focus on otherwise this gym thing is gonna there's there's no purpose behind it so 
yeah, yeah. I did it for a goal as a personal challenge to see how far I could push myself and see how I felt in the prep and and see what shape I could get into. There was not one part of me that was like, oh, I could get sponsored by this or or yeah, like, same. you know, I'm going I'm going to get paid 5 grand if 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 I do well. Yeah. And it was nothing like that and and it never has been for me because you know, I'm not really into it as much as say that, you know, it's not a do or die thing for me. It doesn't define me. It's not like I have to do this to be accepted. You know, I, I'm more into, you know, social healthiness yeah. and, and, and business and stuff and, and lifestyle, you know, enjoying other things in life. Um, but if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, then just don't do it at all, man. Like if you're not going to be passionate about it and you're doing it because an ulterior motive that you think it's going to look cool or, you know, your social media is just going to grow because of that. And, um, or you're going to get sponsored and stuff, unless you're like a young genetic freak that has got potential. Um, not, this is not to say like, you know, don't do it. I'm just saying like, do it if you actually no, want to do yeah. it, you know, like it's hard to say. you're talking it's... about the, the why, aren't you? I know that's cheating. Yeah. You're talking about your, your why yeah. to do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it sucks, man. Like that's, this, this is my third point is it sucks because it's, it's the, the, the rule is in my opinion, the better you look, the worse you feel. And you know, mm. everyone has this chip on their shoulder. I don't care who you are, that in the first, say, half of the prep or, or three quarters of the prep, everyone wants to say it's fairly easy. And it is compared to what it feels like, but it's just repetition. Um, but it's almost like no one wants to admit that it hurts. Um, yeah. And it, and it hurts, like, big time. Like, a story of mine, my, my probably my most famous story is, me and my girlfriend were sitting on the sofa booking a hotel. This was like probably like two weeks out, you know, and it, and it was, it was getting to the point now where it was just, it was savage for me. Um, leading up to that, it felt, felt quite nice, you know, but like, um, it was savage. I was sitting on the sofa. We we're trying to book a hotel because I was getting a spray tan the night before. And, and I was like put on hold whilst they were just checking the availability of the room. And I remember just like falling asleep because of, because of the, the feeling of like having to wait. I was just like, Oh, I could, I could go to sleep here. And, <laughs> then she come back and like my girlfriend's like smashed me on the shoulder and she's like, you know, they're on the phone and, and it was things like that where I thought when I look back on it now and I think, Jesus Christ, like it was, it was mad. I mean, the sick part of me loved that and yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I want to do it again. But like, it ain't for everyone. And I know a lot of people don't really make it to the, to the actual day because it's, it's so tough. And that's just, that's kind of the point of this podcast is just to really explain that, it is tough. It is worth it, but it is tough, and it, it ain't going to be an easy yeah. ride because a lot of but people. But it's also, yeah. A lot of people can't even yeah. handle like the fact of like a setback or, or you know, like an actual mm. a bump in the road like we like we mentioned before. So, but yeah, they're my three tips. Really, is just like your why. You, you know, it's gonna it's gonna suck some days, but but it's worth it. It really is worth it. Come the day, the feeling of it, it, it was really worth it. Yeah, I thought you cut out then for a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think the uh, the internet's unstable. Just an awkward pause. Oh, like, yeah. All right, cheers. <laughs> did, I do really, did I say something really bad? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why is Al just staring at me? Like <laughs> Have I just swore or something? But, but I think that that, that that thing that you touched on, tell like like people don't make it, but also people make it to the end. But but they look about four to six weeks off because they can't, you know, and, and, and I can say it cause it's our podcast that they, they haven't got the, the stones where they're not yeah. committed enough. Yeah. To get, I yeah. mean, 
not to not to work hard you've got to work hard to get to a certain level to get to that kind of you know the condition you're in at the end of your prep or that i've been in like that's a new level of darkness do you know what i mean so yeah yeah it's like get lean for a holiday and then then you get started you know like but yeah it it starts from when you when you when you can pretty much like you're starting to get to like single digit body fat and it's like now this is the new like you know you're going into the dark zone but um, yeah yeah i guess guess the next part mm. go on go on go on no, I said like I guess sort of what we were gonna what we wanted to talk about was what I talked about at the start, which was this kind of crazy restrictive kind of plan, and and kind of maybe how I've you know how I've adapted my coaching as a as I guess as a prep coach if you want to call me that one of the kind of things I do is um is this kind of focus on on reducing stress and complexity with the prep um, because you will get coaches you know rightfully so you could argue that that will be to the gram with everything so like you know to the gram with veg um um what we're going to talk what we're talking about like you know condiment yeah, stuff like that to make yeah. food taste good sodium um and then i guess what i'd what i'd approached and maybe one of the reasons like it, it's worked well for people like yourself tell and, and a lot of others and again like this is a shameless plug but that's 25 i think it's at least 25 people who have played in the top three of shows um, not including myself, um, or me, and that is that's not twenty five. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But that's twenty five people, not twenty five individuals. A few of them are multiple winners in terms of like you know clients. But and I, for all of those guys, I've not been gone to the extent of cutting out like saying they can't have you know or quantifying everything because because it's such a stressful situation as it is that like in in my opinion. You know, and I, and I think I can have an opinion in this through the history and the, and the and the you know the record speaks for itself. Is that it hasn't got to be that precise if you don't want it to be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's the yeah. same with the training. It's the same with it's the same with everything. It's, it's if we can make it as as kind of you know a bit like PT. If we if I can make that as as personal to the person as possible rather than the science. Um then they're going to get more out of the prep. I'm adamant about that. And, I, and I'll, I'll challenge that to them blue in the face. So for example, say, you know, people will say push pull legs, you know, you want to, you know, train a body part twice a week. If someone hates to train a body part twice a week, do you know what I mean? And they come to me in fantastic shape and there's been countless people like this and they train a body part once a week. I'm not going to change that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to just because um, it's just because you should, or it's traditional. Yeah, that's what I remember going to do. Yeah, and I remember going to a contest prep seminar with Bill Lerney, who's now I think his Instagram's the PT coach. He did a seminar on it. This was this is a long time ago, probably a good five years ago or something, around the time I prepped, maybe four or five years ago. And um, there was a couple of guys there at the time that were big, big um, names in the industry that that were also attending the seminar. Um, And he was talking about diet and prep. And, and, you know, and it was a little bit, I guess, a bit more in depth than what we're, how we're just kind of talking about it. We just want to give an overview. But he was saying, like, if someone has, say, like, six slices of bread a day and two pints of milk, right, and they come to you and they're ripped to shit and they're looking awesome, digestively, they they love that kind of food, do you know what I mean? It doesn't aggravate them. And then someone goes, right, what you want to do is eat chicken, rice and broccoli five times a day. Or you don't want to eat gluten because it's, you know, because, the, I don't know, it's going to aggravate your gut. And you don't want to have dairy because it's poor quality and processed. 
but he's already looking better than you and better than arguably maybe half yeah. the people you've prepped. So why yeah. would you, yeah. and he obviously, he has no, you know what I mean? And I guess, you know, I'm trying to spit my words out here is that like, it is kind of, because I know this is going to probably come to a bit controversial, but if it's not broke, then don't try and fix it. You know, it's, it's madness. Tell, if you think about our preps and, and when you come to me and, and you, you're kind of looking better each week, I'm not going to go like, how many tablespoons of, you know, reduced sugar ketchup have you been having a week? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like, dude, like this is working. Don't change anything. Just relax. Yeah. Yeah, Keep yeah. going. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, and everybody psychologically is going to be up for reducing, say, a, a few oats or a little bit of potato rather than going cold turkey, you know, on, on stuff that makes food palatable and enjoyable, you know? Yeah. And the same with training, like you, you get someone to start doing a, a, a you know, a, an approach to training that's, that they don't enjoy, um, then that's madness. And don't, and before anyone comes at me going, well, you know, they could put on, you know, that's more optimal when it comes to putting on muscle. And I thought, if you think you're going to be putting on, you know, pounds of muscle in a prep, then you're mad, you know, it's all about, for me, it's all about managing stress, keeping the person kind of engrossed in the situation and not feeling like, overly like ruined by it you know yeah, and isolated mm. yeah that's the thing i enjoyed the most yeah. when you prepped me and 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 it's encouraged me to carry on because like i say the process was fun but it was more than just like you know regimented in the way that it was generic you know like it was always what yeah. i wanted and tried to keep it like you say as personal to me and and it was you know there was definitely slip-ups i had in my prep and it wasn't like the be all and end all and it was it was good it was fun it was enjoyable all things considered but you're right. You're right. A lot of people feel like it has to be, it has to hurt from day one. It has to be, you know, look at me. I'm, I'm doing this. I've, I'm eating all this dry meat and it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I know, but look at me do like, look at me do it and not struggle. It's, it's not always about that, man. Like, you and know, that, and I struggle. Until, we all struggle. Everyone struggles. Like, you know, not, we don't always get up every single day wanting to be able to do this stuff easy and effortless just because we're PTs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're I'm human. Sure. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll talk about this in another podcast because it's, it's a, one of my favourite topics, but like exercise selection and optimal training. So like, like, you know, it's a bit like us. We'll go to King's Gym and we're about to say we train chest and you'll be like, and that, yeah, I know what's be, coming to here. do that thing of going, there's this wicked chest machine. Do you know what I mean? Like you want to try it. It's, it's awesome. Like let's go and yeah, bury ourselves yeah, on it. Yeah. And it's go, well, actually, you know, in my contest prep, it's rotation two and it's, and it's inclined dumbbell press or something. I'm like, that you could do every single time you're at what's the point of doing a roadie like a road trip and yeah and yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. To, to to a gym that you kind of maybe has equipment that you wish was at your own and you're not going to kind of touch it because you it's going to your program it's going to affect your prep or your progress you're mad you know like yeah but there we go yeah there we go i'm just yeah. i just can't be bothered to learn too much so i mean i just rather blag it you know blag like a contest prep that is that is what that's how i've made a living to be honest <laughs> blag to my clients yeah yeah ignore that whole half an hour <laughs> tell boy blaggers alan tell boy blagging but i think i think to summarize in 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 this um podcast we'll probably round off for the next five minutes or so um about about prep is if you're gonna think to do it then take yourself you know give yourself a long run up take your time um, mm. invest in people you know invest in a coach that you believe in not just someone that you think's good and and is is popular someone that you yeah. actually are going to get on well with and that actually cares about you not just someone that's like 
you know, yeah. famous. But also or, under, or understand their methods, you know what I mean? Yeah. You need to um, understand, like, if you follow yeah. them enough on social media, you'll, you'll learn how they work if they post content. Yeah, definitely. And, you know what I mean, just because they look unreal doesn't mean, you know, from experience, from, you know, working with people that have worked with much bigger names than me and then come to me to prep, is it's not all about the name or their physique. It's about how they approach it. And, you know, my way works for a lot of people. It has proven that way. But, but for others that maybe want it to be even more micromanaged and a bit more, yeah. you know, down yeah. that route, then I'm the last person that they're going to want to be, you know, be kind of with. That. yeah yeah and mm. and i think that like understand why you're doing it um and you know what you're trying to get out of it because at the end of the day like it is really worth it like once you get across that finish line you know the buzz of it the day you know you get to show off what you've worked hard for usually yeah. family and friends are there and people a lot of people don't understand it a lot of people are amazed by it you know yeah. no, no one really you know i wouldn't say it's a very very popular and, sport to the average yeah like member of public, yeah. you know, a lot but of people that, don't understand yeah. it. But that's such a good shout, Tell, because you know, I hate it when people do, you know, on, on the flip side to what we talked about a bit, I hate it when people go, You shouldn't compete unless you're gonna like win, or you know, well, I, actually, I've got to word this carefully, or you shouldn't compete unless you know you've got the right genetics and stuff. Like, if, you, if you're happy to compete and thinking, um, I might be a bit like, you know, I might be a bit um, below my station here, like, these, this could be like, yeah hard for me i haven't got much experience i haven't got the muscle compared to others but you want to do it for the journey the process for the pictures for the achievement and that's fine just lay that out at the start of the prep you know yeah 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 yeah. but, yep. but on, on the other on the flip side to that if you're going to do anything you want to try and win anyway in my opinion you know everyone's everyone's going to be like they might have that mindset but you're still going to train and prep to to, to get the best possible outcome exactly you know? yeah even if deep down deep down half hearts you don't think you're going to win You've got to approach yeah. it with the mindset that you're going to put everything on the line for it. So yeah, of course, yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah. but yeah, that's probably our biggest bit of advice, really, isn't it? Is if uh, before you start, have a have a real think about everything, get everything in check, yeah. get all your your personal life in check, and just be willing to sacrifice it, man. Because you know we didn't really touch upon it too much, but going out for a barbecue, going out for a drink with your mates, going out for a coffee, you know, they all take time and they all cost energy, and you ain't got much of that when you're in prep. So you know, is very, very full on in that respect. And there's no, there's no lies about it. Yeah. Maybe as time goes on, you do more preps, you get more experienced and better at time management. But you know, I, I, yeah, I, I believe that if you're going to do it, you've got to give it your, your full one. If you're not going to do that and then don't do it at all. Yeah. Or if you're going to, if you're going to do it half, uh, half mast, then don't, you know, don't be expecting mad results or to be looking at awesome because that's, you know, that is one of the things, isn't it? You know, if you get up there and, and you place eight, eight rather than top three, and you think, oh yeah, probably shouldn't have gone and done all them stuff with the boys, and you've just given up like twenty weeks for for, for, for like, <laughs> I don't, yeah, you know, it's kind yeah. of like prepping, yeah, I don't know, like for you know, say I don't know, any type of boxing MMA, and think, yeah, I'm not going to take it too seriously, and then you know, get knocked out, like, yeah, that's, that's not good. that's not cool, but you've got no one else to blame for yourself. If you if you leave everything on the line and go in there and get knocked out, then you know there's nothing else you could have done to do it. And yeah, that is massively. contest prep, you know, or, or competition in general, right? Massively. You know, I mean? yeah. you can, you know so yeah. Massively. Yeah. All right, sweet. Well, we'll round it off cool. there. We'll leave it there. That's episode three done and dusted. Hope you enjoyed it. And we haven't really mentioned, obviously, that like my Instagram's uh, tellboy underscore fit and, and Alan's is Alan. He's 
It's Alan Cliff like, coaching now, but Cliff, yeah, with, Cliff with an E. Yeah, so Cliff go Cliff. check these out. And um, if you've got any questions, then then send us a message. Or if you've got anything that we wanted to to talk about, we can try and dive into like the nitty gritty of the subject and, and give you some home truths, hopefully. But uh, yeah, yeah. sweet. Cool. Sweet. Bye from us. No worries. Safe. Hold See tight for the Monte Cristo. Short chair mute. <laughs>